Hi, welcome back to Jonathan Pramana's podcast. Elizabeth Diane Downs was convicted and sentenced to life in prison in 1984. This was her punishment for the shootings and attempted murders of her three children. One of them died as a result of her actions. At the time of the incident, Downs told authorities that there was an attempted carjack, but later proved to be a lie. In 1987, Downs escaped prison and was on the run for a short period of time before being recaptured. Early Life Elizabeth Diane Fredrickson was born in Phoenix, Arizona to Wes and Willadine Fredrickson on August 7, 1955. Diane Downs claimed she had been molested by her father as a child. She attended the Moon Valley High School in Phoenix. Until the age of 14, Diane Downs followed the conservative values of her family. However, after that, she became a rebellious child. She even dropped Elizabeth from her name. Downs began a relationship with Steve Downs, whom she had met in high school. Despite her parents' disapproval, she continued the affair. After high school, Downs attended the Pacific Coast Baptist Bible College in Orange, California, while Steve was enlisted in the Navy. During the long-distance relationship, she cheated on him. She was even expelled from the college because of her lewd behavior. Downs then went back to her parents. Marriage and Affairs Diane Downs and Steve remained together despite all the red flags in the relationship. They eloped and got married on November 13, 1973. Her extramarital affairs and financial crisis hit the marriage hard. She left Steve and went to her parents. However, by then, she had conceived. She gave birth to their first child, Christy Ann, in 1974. Their second child, Cheryl Lynn, was born in 1976. Despite Steve's vasectomy, Downs ended up getting pregnant for the third time, but she had an abortion. Downs moved to Mesa, Arizona, in 1978. She and Steve started working at a mobile home manufacturing company. Downs had affairs with a few of her colleagues, which resulted in the birth of Steve and Daniel Danny Downs in December 1979. Steve knew he was not the father, but accepted the child anyway. After her divorce in 1980, Downs had a string of affairs, but simultaneously tried to reconcile with Steve. With no source of income, Downs decided to become a surrogate mother, but failed two qualifying psychiatric exams. The test reports suggested that she was intelligent but also psychotic. In 1981, Diane Downs began working as a postal carrier for the U.S. Post Office. The children stayed with her, her parents, Steve, and Danny's father, in rotation. When they stayed with Downs, some neighbors reported that the children were not being taken care of properly. Toward the end of the year, Downs finally got an offer of surrogacy. She gave birth to a daughter through surrogacy on May 8, 1982. Soon, she began thinking of launching a surrogacy clinic, but the venture failed. Around the same time, Downs began a passionate affair with a married co-worker named Robert Nick Knickerbocker. However, her constant nagging, that he should leave his wife, suffocated Nick. He ended the relationship, and Downs moved back to Oregon. However, she could not get over him, and grew obsessed instead. Murder and Investigations On May 19, 1983, Downs drove the children in a blood-spattered car to Mackenzie Willamette Hospital. There was blood spatter all over the inside of the car, but none on Diane. On arrival at the hospital, Cheryl was already dead. 
When questioned about the events that occurred, Downs explained the story of a shaggy-haired man who flagged her down off the side of a dirt road near Springfield, Oregon, while her three children were sleeping in the backseat. He demanded her car, she refused, and he shot her children. During the struggle with the shaggy-haired man, she also obtained a shot in her left arm, but it was not life-threatening. After getting away, she fled to the emergency room. Investigators became suspicious because they decided her manner was too calm for a person who had experienced such a traumatic event. While her children were still in the hospital, Downs began giving media interviews, telling strange stories, and explaining her innocence. Her story did not add up, it was full of extraneous details that lessened the legitimacy of the story. Describing that she was taking the children to sightsee in the dark while they were sleeping did not seem to make much sense. Their suspicions heightened when Downs went for the first time to see Christy, who was unable to speak after suffering a stroke. Christy's eyes glazed over with apparent fear and her heart rate jumped dramatically. The forensic evidence did not match Downs' story, there was no blood on the driver's side of the car, nor was there any gunpowder residue on the driver's panel. They also discovered that immediately upon arriving at the hospital, Downs had called Robert Knickerbocker, her ex-affair. Police began investigating Downs. They were able to locate her secret journals that explained an affair she was having with a married man. The man she was involved with did not want children, which made her view them as a burden. Knickerbocker also reported to police that Downs had stalked him and seemed willing to kill his wife if it meant that she could have him to herself. Knickerbocker stated that he was relieved that Downs had left for Oregon and he was able to reconcile with his wife. Most damaging, witnesses saw Downs' car being driven very slowly toward the hospital at an estimated speed of 5 to 7 miles per hour, contradicting Downs' claim that she drove to the hospital at a high speed after the shooting. Although a stroke impaired Christie's ability to speak, she was able to start telling police what she remembered about that night. Her story did not involve seeing a shaggy-haired man. Downs did not tell police she owned a 22 caliber handgun, but both Steve Downs, her ex-husband, and Knickerbocker, her ex-lover, said she did own one. Investigators later discovered she bought the handgun in Arizona, and although they were unable to find the actual weapon, they found unfired casings in her home with extractor markings from the same gun that shot the children. Based on this and additional evidence, Downs was arrested nine months after the event, on February 28, 1984. Police conclude Downs shot her three children, Stephen Daniel born 1979, Cheryl Lynn born 1976, and Christy Ann born 1974, and charged with murder and two counts each of attempted murder and criminal assault. Prosecution Prosecutors argued that Downs shot her children to be free of them so she could continue her affair with Knickerbocker, who let it be known that he did not want children in his life. Much of the case against Downs rested on the testimony of surviving daughter Christy, who, once she recovered her ability to speak, described how her mother shot all three children while parked at the side of the road and then shot herself in the arm. Christy was eight years old at the time of the murder and nine years old at the time of the trial. Downs was found guilty on all charges on June 17, 1984, and sentenced to life in prison plus 50 years. Psychiatrists diagnosed Downs with narcissistic, histrionic, and antisocial personality disorders. 
most of her sentence is to be served consecutively. The judge made it clear that he did not wish Downs to ever regain her freedom. Aftermath. The surviving children adopted by one of the prosecutors of the case, Fred Hughie and his wife Joanne in 1984. Prior to her arrest and trial, Downs became pregnant and gave birth a month after her 1984 trial to a girl she named Amy. Ten days before her sentencing, the baby was seized by the state of Oregon and adopted soon after. She was renamed Rebecca Becky Babcock. Downs escaped from the Oregon Women's Correctional Center of the Oregon Department of Corrections on July 11, 1987, and was recaptured in Salem, Oregon on July 21. She received a five-year sentence for the escape. Afraid that she would try to contact her children, the authorities transferred her to the Clinton Correctional Facility for Women in New Jersey. After that, she was moved to the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation, where she earned an associate degree in general studies. In 2010, she was moved to the Valley State Prison for Women in Chichilla, California, but transferred out of it when it was converted to an all-male institution. Now, she is at the Central California Women's Facility. Downs is eligible to apply for parole in late 2020. She was denied parole in 2008 and 2010. Author Anne Rule wrote the book Small Sacrifices in 1987, detailing the life of Downs. A made-for-TV movie called Small Sacrifices, starring Farrah Fawcett as Downs, was released in 1989. Diane Downs' last child, born shortly after her trial concluded, appeared on The Oprah Winfrey Show on October 22, 2010 and 2020 July 1, 2011.